I'm Susan Page, Washington Bureau Chief of USA Today, and this is Capital Download. We're at the National Institutes of Health with Dr. Anthony Fauci. He is director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, making his second appearance on Capital Download. Thanks so much for joining us. Good to be with you. Last time we were here, we were talking about the Ebola virus. This time we're talking about the Zika virus. New issue of the Harvard Public Health Review has an article by a professor from the University of Ottawa who argues that these Olympic Games that are about to start in just a couple months in Rio ought to be moved or postponed because it risks creating a global health crisis by spreading the Zika virus. Do you have concerns about the impact the Olympics might have? Well, I think you have to put things into perspective and it might just be just an overreaction to say that you want to cancel the Olympics. Uh, if you look at the amount of travel back and forth between countries in that region, and even the United States. There are about 40 million people go back and forth with flights uh, uh, in a given year. So there's already a lot of traffic there. The extent to which having a large um, gathering of people who would be traveling uh, have a major impact on the spread is really quite tenuous whether that is going to have an impact. You shouldn't dismiss it, but what you need to do rather than make such draconian changes and recommendations is to intensify the, the aspects that you can control that would mitigate spread. And overwhelmingly, that's mosquito control. And that what needs to be done and hopefully will be done up to and including the time of the uh, Olympic Games that are scheduled this summer in Brazil. Should women in that situation who are either pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant soon, should they avoid going to the Olympics, do you think? Well, first of all, if they are pregnant or might be pregnant, uh, they should avoid going to the regions that are designated by the CDC as areas under the travel alert, travel guidance. So avoid if you are might be, will be. Now, if you have no intention of being pregnant, but you're just a woman and you want to go there, you should use all of the methods that have been described to avoid as best as possible mosquito bites. And that is covering yourself, insect repellent, et cetera. And hopefully the authorities there will be very aggressive in mosquito control. A question that is asked almost uh, consistently by everyone, I, I think, and, and, and we, we get it all the time, saying, I'm a woman, I have to or want to go there, I'm not pregnant, I have no intention of getting pregnant, but I might want to get pregnant five, six months, a year from now. If I go down there, and even though I take precautions to avoid bites, I do get infected, what impact is that going to have on a subsequent pregnancy? And the data we have now, and you have to be honest, say we don't have absolutely 100% knowledge, but very strong indication that for a woman who gets infected, that the virus is cleared from the body within a period of a week or 10 days or so. If you look at the incubation period and you look at doubling that from the time you might get infected to the time you get symptoms to the time you clear the virus and you give yourself some cushion room, the recommendation is that if you return from an area in which there's active transmission, that you should wait eight weeks before you try to get pregnant again, or if you allow yourself to be in a position to get pregnant. Because there's no evidence at all at this time 
that prior exposure in the distant future has any negative impact on your pregnancy. But women who are pregnant or might be pregnant should avoid going to Rio or any place else. Absolutely. Pregnant, area. I mean, I think we need to get it clear because there are sometimes a, a different types of overlapping recommendations. The crystal clear recommendation is that if you are pregnant, might be pregnant, or could be pregnant when you're down there, you should avoid travel to areas in which there's active Zika transmission. We've had a handful of Olympic athletes decide not to participate in the games because they're worried about the Zika virus. What do you think athletes should do? Should they take any special precautions? Should they be worried about going to participate in the Olympics? Men in the sense of Zika have different issues regarding women. For example, if you're a man and you get infected, there is evidence that there is sexual transmission from a man to a woman, but not a woman to a man. So if a man goes down there and gets infected or has pretty good evidence of getting infected, there are certain responsibilities because you have to, when you go back or even while you're there, you've got to make sure that if A, you are infected or you have good evidence that you're infected, you should refrain from sex or have consistent and, and correct use of condoms for six months following your return. If you're there and you may have gotten infected, you have no symptoms but you're not sure, you should have that same restriction of avoid sexual contact or safe and correct use of condoms for eight weeks. The situation is different if you're a man who has a pregnant sexual partner, a wife or a girlfriend. Under those circumstances, no matter what, you need to either refrain from sex or have consistent and correct use of condom for the duration of the pregnancy. But you don't think for public health reasons it's necessary to move the games, delay the games, or, or not, did not hold the games because of yeah. this? Based virus. on the evidence that we have now, there is really no reason for people not to travel to that, given all of the mitigating circumstances and, and conditions that I mentioned. The governor of Florida, Rick Scott, is in Washington Wednesday to lobby for funding to address the Zika virus. And he's expresses concern that if there's a kind of a uh, warm, wet summer, that there could be big problems with the Zika virus along the Gulf Co Coast this summer. Do you share that concern? Well, I think one can say that if you have the kind of weather that's amenable to having a robust mosquito season, that certainly that would enhance the chances of there being a mosquito problem, which would make mosquito control more challenging. There have been close to 500 travel-related cases in the United States. We have seen no local transmission, which means it occurs within the continental United States. It is likely that we will see local transmission at some time during the mosquito season and maybe even before, likely along the Gulf Coast. And the reason we say that is if you look historically at other infections, like dengue and chikungunya, which are in the same regions as Zika is now. Historically, over the past few years, we have seen local outbreaks in the United States. So it's not unreasonable to assume that we will see a local outbreak of Zika in the United States at some time, particularly the chances of it happening are enhanced by the mosquito situation. If and when, and it probably is gonna be when, because it's likely that we will see local outbreak of Zika. The response to that is aggressive mosquito control. And that's what we need to be prepared to do. 
whether we have a mild mosquito season or a robust mosquito season, we've got to be prepared for good mosquito control. That's the thing that's going to stop the outbreak in this country. The administration, the Obama administration, has asked for $1.9 billion to address the Zika virus. Congress has so far not appropriated that money. Has it made a difference? Are there things that you would be doing to address the Zika virus if this money had been uh, appropriated already? What we have had to do is that we've had to pull money out of other areas to get started when it became clear that we needed to move and move quickly. And when I say we, I mean we at the NIH developing a vaccine, determining more information about natural history, developing diagnostic screening for drugs. The CDC, for all they do about surveillance and infection control, we had to start that anyway. So what we did is we pulled out money and we mortgaged money from other areas to get started. You can't sustain that for much longer. That's just a stopgap measure. If we don't get the money that the president has asked for, the $1.9 billion, that is then going to have a very serious negative impact on our ability to get the job done and to do it as quickly as we possibly can. Because we not only have to backfill the money we've borrowed from other areas, but we need a lot more money to make the situation go with the speed and the uh, full commitment that we need. So what happens if you don't get the money? Then everything will slow down to a dangerous level in the sense of impeding what we can do. You've been director here for, for more than 30 years. Is this the normal tug and pull on funding for an emergency request? Or has that become more difficult as politics in Washington has become more, more partisan and a little harsher? I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, we have been for some time under uh, an era of budgetary constrictions and a lot of budgetary battles about making money for discretionary uh, projects available. So that's been more intensified over the last several years as we've had budget battles that have spilled over well beyond the arena of health and research. And yes, there is a lot of political tension going back and forth now about how we're going to address these problems. So it has been more difficult over the past couple of years with Ebola and now with Zika. Some critics say that there, some Republicans have said it's a slush fund. It's a $1.9 billion slush fund that the administration is trying to get. Is that fair? Does it, should there no. be more restrictions on this? No, I, I, I really think it, it's not fair to be characterizing this as a slush fund. The money we ask for is the money we need. Dr. Anthony Fauci, thanks so much for joining us on Capitol Hill. Good to be with you.